welcome to Brad is a Bad Person. My name is Lachlan. Today we're talking about whether the moon landing happened or not. And joining me as always are Brad, the bad person, and Morgan. Gentlemen, how are we? Um, I'm good. Uh, how are you? I'm quite well, thank you. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, so as I said, we're talking about whether the moon landing happened or not. There's a lot of people out there who believe it was a hoax. It was staged. We did not go to the moon. What are your thoughts on this, guys? Well, do you, do you just want to blow our load immediately or just the... Uh, We're going to start with the- final thoughts tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, uh, obviously, unequivocally, yes, we went to the moon. There's plenty of empirical evidence to suggest that we did. Uh, that's that's my contention for tonight. Morg's arguing for the, the negative. <laughs> I actually feel a little bit like an anti-vaxxer because we were discussing in the last episode that the more people look into it, the more sceptical they become. And I started my research for this episode thinking, oh, of course we went to the moon. But uh, I still I still do think we went to the moon, but I do have a lot of uh, questions that I want answered. Does jet fuel melt steel beams, for example? Does space fuel melt <laughs> moon beams? We'll find out. Moon rocks. Uh, moon. Are moon rocks made of petrified wood? <laughs> what? You guys haven't heard about this? Neil Armstrong gave uh, a alleged moon rock to i think it was the president of holland or something uh anyway they put it in their museum as you would a rock from the moon and then they when they tested it they found that actually it wasn't a moon rock it was a piece of petrified wood <laughs> it's a pretty good that, thing. That, 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 damn neil armstrong hoarding all these moon rocks that obviously gets used uh, by the the moon landing deniers mm. Uh, the lunar deniers, if we, if we will, uh, as, as evidence that they didn't go to the moon. It's not like everyone was like, oh, well, you know, I'm not convinced until he gives the president of Holland a moon rock. <laughs> That's right. right. Like, if, they, if they didn't go to the moon, he just wouldn't be handing out moon rocks. He wouldn't be <laughs> handing out fake moon rocks. Do you reckon just they were like, Neil, shit, you've got to give something to the president of Holland. And he's like, fuck. He just ran out and yeah. just <laughs> found what he thought was a rock. <laughs> this looks like a moon rock. <laughs> like, here you go, President or Prime Minister of Holland or whatever. King. They have a king? No, I, th- I think it's, uh, it'd be either a President or a Prime Minister. Look, this episode isn't about the politics of uh, Europe. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is about whether or not the Americans put two men, well, three technically, but two that count, on the moon. Are we only talking about Apollo 11? No. I I thought we were going to go deeper than that for once in my life. Come on, come on, come on. We can can branch out. But this episode is about the moon landing. Actually, before we start, uh, I want to ask Brad a question. Okay. We've already started, but go ahead. Who are the three uh, people of Apollo 11? (laughs) You're a motherfucker. What? I legitimately have no idea who the third person is. <laughs> no one knows, and he's got such a common name. Like Neil Armstrong's a pretty common name as well, but he was the first on the moon, and no one's ever going to forget yeah. Buzz Aldrin. That's a name that you can't forget. But everybody no. forgets Michael Collins. Poor Buzz. Michael Collins. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I've heard the name. I just, if you like, you said you, you asked me to recall it. I couldn't. I always think about how upset he must have been. Like he went 
to the fucking moon and he wasn't allowed to get out and walk around. <laughs> 400,000 kilometers. That is so disappointing. Mm, that's, that's it's just, he was so close. That's like going to Disneyland and sitting in the fucking car park. For the entire <laughs> <time>. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you think they would have put him on Apollo 12 or whatever the next one was? <laughs> Like, yeah, send him up on the next one. Be like, yeah, oh, you didn't get to get out last time. Paid your dues. Yeah, this time you can go have a go have a walk around. Go play golf on the moon like those other two fucks did. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. No, honestly, for the love of me, could not have remembered his name. Uh, gun to my head. But, but now that you've said it, I've point. seen the name before. Yeah, that's exactly what I was hoping to happen. So thanks for that, friend. <laughs> well, like I said, technically three, but only two that matter. Well, I don't claim to be an expert. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. So, obviously, there's, like any conspiracy, there's a lot of things that people point to mm-hmm. as uh, evidence that things did or didn't happen. One of the most retarded things that the <laughs> lunar deniers use as evidence, I think, is the the sea rock. Have you guys heard of the sea rock? Yes. I have yes. not, no. Okay, so for those such as Bradley who haven't done any research on this topic before we start. <laughs> Evidently. <laughs> Fuck you, Michael Collins. <laughs> the C stands for Collins. <laughs> yes, it is It is the letter C, not the word ah. uh, as in the ocean. So there's, there's a rock in some photos that from, you know, in some of the photos it looks like it has the letter C on it. Now... They say, oh, well, in movie production, props get marked with letters and stuff so that they can identify them and catalog them and say, oh, we need the we need the fake horse that has the number three on it. You know, we need the three horse. Ah, for like continuity's <laughs> sake. Yeah, exactly. Like we're so using anyway, horse they three say, in these shots. So. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. So it's all straightforward. Everyone knows what they're doing. So they say that this rock, which we'll put a photo of uh, on the on the website, it has what looks like a C, and they say, oh, look, it's the C rock. It's got a prop on it. They must have used the C rock that day. But anyone who's not fucking stupid can see that obviously it's just like something funny with the lighting or there was like a hair over the lens or something like that. The thing people forget is this was all this was all analog film and shit like that. It wasn't digital, so... Hair on the lens in, in so, space. Yeah, no, no shit, man. There's speck of... No. When when they were developing the photos, <laughs> Brad's a believer now. Yeah, no, you've convinced me the other way, mate. <laughs> I Jesus. know, I know, you're only a little bit younger than me, Brad. <laughs> um, but <laughs> there was a time when you had to take strips of film to the chemist or something to get them developed. It wasn't bad. just it wasn't just fucking plug a camera into your computer and send them to Facebook. And send them to Instagram. And when when they developed these photos, stuff stuff happened. You know, little specks of dust got on the film, or they were inside the camera, or you know, on the on the fucking photo paper when they printed it out. Mm-hmm. It's it's an impure um, media. But that being said, I think it's more a lighting thing than uh, than a speck of dust or something like that. Well, having not seen this and being the expert that I am, I'm going to say. Fuck you. We never went to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> they fucked up with the prop- props that day, you fucking government shill. <laughs> I don't think I don't think props are labelled like that. And that's a rock that it looks like a C is carved into it. I don't think they'd mark it like that. They'd mark it 
you know, with a piece of paper or something. I don't know. But anyway, uh, yeah, they could edit that out or just dis- discard that photo. It's not like they're like, ah, we use the C rock and the C is facing the camera, but let's publish it anyway. But when you think about it, they must have taken hundreds, if not potentially thousands of photos. Right. It was analog. They didn't have like a, okay. <laughs> an eight gigabyte SD card. They didn't take that many photos. That's right. Did you ever use one of those temporary disposable cameras? They had like 12 photos on them and then you had to get a new one. <laughs> they didn't take a Kodak disposable camera to the moon. No, but they also didn't take several hundred kilos of fucking film with them. Mate, I, I guarantee you they took hundreds of photos. They only released X You think X Neil Armstrong photos, stopped mid, mid-golf mid swing and got out and changed the film in the camera? Do you reckon that they released every photo? There would have been botched photos from amateur photographers. Like, there, there was yeah. hundreds of photos and, taken. And photos, photos where, like, the prop hands were accidentally in the shot or the boom <laughs> mic had come down into the top of the frame, stuff like that. I'm, I'm sure they didn't publish those either. That's what I'm saying. If they were going to publish photos and they picked, you know, I think, was there, like, 12 iconic photos from the first moon landing or something like that? Why would they pick the one with the prop Mark C in it? Like, it just wouldn't happen. They would, if you're going to pull off this conspiracy to topple the USSR, Surely they don't just give it to the intern and go, just eyeball this and then release it. <laughs> it's human error. That's how That's how all these conspiracies get uncovered. Oh, man. There's a chink in the armor, a weak link in the chain. <laughs> and you're racist, God. <laughs> She's terrible, mate. I'm, I'm identifying with these deniers more and more. <laughs> I think it's a, I think it's a little, uh, it's like an eyelash or something like that. Yeah, look. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean. The cameras were mount, like chest mounted on the outside of their suits. I don't know how you get an eyelash on it, but no, I can understand. When they were developing it, Brad, that's where we got the eyelash. Ah, oh, okay. I just explained this, Brad, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Next topic. What else you got? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> okay. So I, I I don't know what you guys have got, but um, something. So something that I've seen brought up, and I actually have a hard time believing the uh, correct explanation for it, is the flag waving. Yeah. Um, now, we actually know someone who doesn't believe that the moon landing happened, and they're, they're, one of their key points is the waving flag as well. So I can see how someone could be convinced. There's no wind on the moon. That flag's waving like a motherfucker. Like, what's what's how? Well, there's no air, but there's also no air resistance. So if it starts moving, it's not going to stop moving for a while. Would it not wrap around itself, though? If it started moving, would it not just wrap around? No, because there was a horizontal tube at the very top of the flag, which kept it. Because it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have um, stood up at all. It would have just been. Okay. But what, what started it waving? Oh, when they were like twisting it into the ground. That's what moved it. Cause the, like, it's got the normal pole, the vertical pole. And then there's yes. a horizontal pole or tube across the top that keeps it from falling down. So it's just basically horizontals. But then the bottom right of the flag, if you're looking at it like the bottom right hand corner of the flag, that's not yes. attached to any poles left like uh, horizontally or vertically. So that when they're putting it in into the ground, that part moves. I'm not buying it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's done then. Done and dusted. <laughs> No, um, there's actually photos of the Apollo 12 crew that were struggling to get the, the latch to, to you know, pop the flag out at the 90-degree angle, um, and you can see the flag just droops down. So clearly uh, the, the issue there is not with 
like there being wind or something like on a set design there it's it's that when they were taking the the flag out or something, they were, they were having issues on the eleven the Apollo eleven flag as well, and they actually bent it to give it like it almost has a ripple in it, which obviously makes that photo look even even worse if you're like a conspiracy theory from a conspiracy theorist yeah. point of view. Um, because you could say, look, it's got there's there's a breeze there. You can't have a breeze in the vacuum of space, but it's it like they were having it like it's a flag. They didn't really go into the most detail in the in the design of it. You know, like they. They were like nylon what tube. What possible detail is there? It's a fucking flag. It's a piece of fabric. Yeah, exactly. So they were just like a ninety degree tube. Stick it in the ground. Bang! It'll it'll work. They, they actually the biggest problem they had was actually carrying the flag on there because they had to protect it during that. It was mounted to the outside of the lander, and they it, it, they had to like the flag cost like a total of like uh, what was it like seventy five dollars or something I was reading, but then they're shielding around it to prevent it from melting during the landing. Because the the temperature, sorry, would get to approximately two hundred, two sorry, two thousand degrees Fahrenheit. I actually had to have this massive shielding around it just to. I mean, I would have just put it in the lander, but uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. So that that was the biggest part. Like the the flag itself was a literally a seventy five dollar flag that they were going to put up there, like tubing and flag included. So goddamn American arrogance having a claim it just to stoke their own egos. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You, you you would expect of all the the high tech instruments and and everything going on there that yeah the flag would be the like an afterthought and I guess it was to some degree and that's why they you know oh, they, we haven't designed up room into yeah. the lunar lander for this flag we'll just strap it to the outside seventy five dollars is a fucking expensive flag I don't miss spending seventy five dollars on a flag especially in nineteen sixty nine money <laughs> yeah <laughs> well I mean the, the government contractors of course they're going to pay overpay for everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, is this is a government flag, is it? Whoa, <laughs> that's going to run you at least 74. <laughs> um, but the the flag has, um, it looks like it has ripples in it from the breeze and stuff, but it, it was just because I think it was a bit crumpled up. So it it looks like it's mid-wave in a still photograph, but it's actually just set like that because there's nothing yeah. changing it. I think there's actually, I'll see if I can find this to put it on the website page, but there's actually two photos that were taken like a second apart and the flag has the exact same like uh crimple in it or whatever you call it so yep. yeah okay has the same orientation and everything and you can actually see that the in the photo the the cameraman has moved slightly but the flag is in the identical position yep. like frame to frame yeah, yeah yeah i know i know the photo you're talking about yeah yeah it's on a wikipedia page it's just like a two frame uh gif <laughs> oh you're a motherfucker what Gif, mate. Gif. GIF. Is it GIF? <laughs> Are you Every trolling? single person in the world except the man who invented them calls them GIFs. Yeah, well, I like that guy. So. <laughs> What's he call it? A GIF? He does call it a oh, GIF. What an animal. Because you watch, they're, qu- they're like quick little videos and they'll be done in a Jiffy, so they're a GIF. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And I've spent all day researching conspiracy theories about moon landing. God. Let's let's move on from that immediately. Yes. Uh, so another 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 thing that gets pointed to is the the a lot of the shots have uh, like little crosshairs mm-hmm. yep. on the photo, like to line stuff up because they're you know, they're scientific photos, they need Accurate scale and measurement and all that jazz. Yeah. So they have these little crosshairs, and in some of them, 
it looks like stuff's moved in front of the crosshair. Like so the bottom part of it will be behind an astronaut's helmet or like next to their shoulder, behind their shoulder or something. And they point to that. They're like, oh, well, obviously they had the crosshairs behind them to help with framing up the video. Um, that's fucking stupid, one. Why would they have crosshairs just hanging? Like, it's, it's it, they think it's painted onto the fucking, like, backdrop. Because that was fake as well, but all of the all of the fake crosshairs they're covered by something a similar color mm-hmm. that is right next to it. Now, as I said before, it's all analog, old photographic technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're just overexposed. You can get the exact same thing happen just by an overexposed photo. Mm-hmm. So that's fucking. Nail in the coffin for that one. Let's move on. But also, if if they added the crosshairs in later, then they should all look perfect, right? Well, you'd think. Oh, I don't think they're claiming that they added them in later. They're, they're saying that the crosshairs were painted on the backdrop that they used on the soundstage. On the backdrop? When they, when they, that when they that would it. be astronomically yeah. difficult to pull off. Because sure, it's, not, it's not... They, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't make... Uh, fake mountains. They just painted them like on a on a sheet and hung that behind where they were filming. Ugh. I mean, allegedly. <laughs> well, would would Stanley Kubrick let that happen? Let's be honest. Stanley Kubrick, two thousand and one, a moon landing <laughs> odyssey. <laughs> Look, I, I don't know much about the photos. I do. I have seen like the examples of the the crosshairs or, or whatever you want to call them. Yes, we'll call them what they are. They crosshairs. Crosshairs. I don't know if they've got a technical crosshairs. name. Jesus, fuck it out. Ride my dick about every little fucking thing then. Eh? <laughs> I don't, I'm not a fucking photo expert, am I? Maybe they're, they're called something fancy. They're called crosshairs. Fuck both of you. All right. I was just covering my bases there because I'm no okay. expert. Well, that's correct. Well, I don't even know what my point was, but my new point is go fuck yourself both of you. <laughs> All right. So, Stanley Kubrick. Yes, okay. You, you want to take this one? Oh, yeah, I do, actually. Uh, Stanley Kubrick uh, directed the moon landings. Fuck you guys. <laughs> it's fact. So, um, this, is something, this is something that you've actually researched. Yes. Uh, <laughs> in, this, in this topic. Okay. Well, he's too dead to defend himself now, so <laughs> let's just shit all over his fucking name. Oh. <laughs> Take that, Kubrick family. Yeah, basically. Apart from the fact that his wife has come out and unequivocally said that he did not. Well, of course she has. I, I can I can see she's how- She's still getting you know, royalties. Brilliant. That's right. She's getting-, getting Massive those, kickbacks. Uh, the government, government still got guns pointed at her, you know what I mean? Um, she got to toe the line of <laughs> a whole family she's of She's probably living off his government <laughs> yeah. pension. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but uh, basically, I can see how people like- Look at this brilliant director who is known for being, you know, detail oriented, and you know he did a two thousand and one Space Odyssey, and which is still still regarded as one of the most uh, scientifically and technically accurate space films ever made. Exactly, and he was considered a bit of a recluse, hated media, hated all this kind of stuff. I can see how they go. Look at this. If anyone was going to be the person to do it, it would be Kubrick. And then on top of that, you had like people fan the flames. There was a many people suggested it, but then on top of it, there was a like a a mockumentary that came. Out. It was proven to be a hoax, but it came out, and it was a guy who you know looked like Stanley Kubrick slightly, like pretty similar. Um, and he was claiming to 
you know, filmed this just before his death, um, saying that he couldn't release it for 15 years after his death. Jesus. Saying that uh, it was Kubrick's full confession how he did it uh, out of venial desires to be, you know, have his work recognised by all these people but then not know about it, just sheer vanity, not for money or not because he, you know, believed in the government at the time or anything like that. But now he was on his deathbed and, you know, he just the guilt of deceiving the American people had, had just was just crushing him. So he had to release this. But, but then for his family's safety, he couldn't release it for 15 years. So in like 2014 or 15, it was released. And like, it, it's kind of a romantic story, romanticized, but they, they immediately disproved it. For example, the, <laughs> he apparently spoke to a, a journalist called T. T. Patrick Murray. All right. No one's ever really heard of him. Um, right. And his wife unequivocally said he's never spoken to a journalist named T. Patrick Murray. Again, he was kind of a recluse. Um, hated the media. Second point is that apparently it was filmed in, uh, in May of 1999. Uh, Kubrick died in March of 1999. <laughs> <laughs> Small thing. And he also died of a heart attack. So it wasn't something that he saw coming. It was a. Yeah, he didn't know it was coming. He wasn't on his deathbed. He wasn't on his deathbed, exactly. There wasn't a prolonged sickness or anything he just like straight that. straight up died. And then when you actually look at one of his last public appearances, which is him receiving an award, it's like the Griffith Award or something, I can't remember the exact title of it, in 1997, one of his last public appearances, it's like a video that was recorded. He doesn't actually, you look, you compare the two videos, so he doesn't speak the same, and he certainly doesn't look the same. But the the final nail in the coffin, is a beautiful nail, it's, it's my favourite nail that we've ever had, is that it's a 20-minute video, and it, two or three times they break character to rehearse what they're going to say Jesus. In advance, like, and he refers to the actor as Tom, uh, and, and they left that. They left, they left that in the uh, final cut. <laughs> so I'll, I'll give you the link to put in the vlog. But there's like a minute. There's like a part at like the 16 minute mark, and a part at like the 19 minute mark, where he's like, "Come on, you're in character, and answer this way." Okay, so so it's fairly obviously a parody. Yeah. But the the big confession comes about three or four minutes into the video, so no one gets through uh, the full 20. No one watches the rest of yep. it. They just go, "Ah, we got him." But people still point to it and say Kubrick confessed before dying, after dying. <laughs> yeah, I think I think a lot of people. Uh, this isn't uh, specific to the moon landing, but I think a lot of people hear it, it's clickbait. Basically, mm. they they hear like the headline or the the, the factoid, and they don't look into it any further. Mm. Oh, Someone says to them, "Ah, Kubrick confessed." Actually, it was a Kubrick impersonator. Um, Name Tom. But they, they, don't, they don't look into it because people just take things at face value. Yeah, which I guess is part of the, the with this whole what we're finding out as we're going along. That being said, perhaps we're just taking <laughs> the moon landing at face value and it actually didn't happen. Hoisted by our own fatard. Hey, we we gotta we gotta abide to the same standards that we set for our. Uh, yeah, our I think this yeah, this series true. is more about finding the people who spend hours and days looking into things, not people that just yes. read a clickbait title and go, "Oh yeah, I guess we literally was fake there." <laughs> <laughs> like we're talking about the real nuts here. <laughs> that's right. That's right. The people who who are sitting in a, a bomb shelter underground, like. Wearing tinfoil on their heads. Perfectly reasonable people, I think you should leave. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Functioning members of society. I thought I was supposed to be the bad person here, but you guys are just being very dismissive. <laughs> <laughs> Something else that gets pointed to a lot about Kubrick is um, they, they say he left a lot of clues in The Shining about um, having the, directed the fake. Yeah. yeah, about having directed the faked moon landing. Mm-hmm. And some of it 
is just it's such a stretch. Like <laughs> one of the uh, I was watching a video about this earlier today. They list all the different references in that he left in. Uh, in the shining, it's like the Da Vinci Code. Like, like <laughs> the owner, of, the owner of the hotel, he goes in there, and there's like two little eagle statues on the windowsill, and that's meant to represent like America. What? And then, yeah, his his typewriter was an Adler, which is German for eagle, which again represents America. And okay, so he's an American. He's a nationalist. <laughs> And the uh, the the room number was room two three seven, and the average distance of the moon from Earth is two thousand two hundred and thirty seven thousand miles. Oh god! Um, and and when they walk past the maze, I don't know if you guys have seen the maze from The Shining, but it's got like yeah. pillars with spikes on top. Mm-hmm. So the pillar the pillar is the one, and the spike on top is the A. So A for Apollo, and the one for eleven. Oh god! And then like there's a scene where there's a ladder. And that's the A, and then there's like a, a column next to it. That's the one for Apollo Eleven. Oh, just a um, single one. Or? <laughs> yeah, just Apollo a one. one. He directed Apollo One, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it it like highlighted every single time there's a triangle and then a straight line throughout the whole film. Are, are they really pointing to shapes? Literally shapes that. Yes, literally shapes. Oh, so anyway, this is this is all the clues that Kubrick left in The Shining intentionally, so people knew. What does it mean when he says, here's Johnny? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Johnny, Johnny obviously refers to the sea rock. (laughs) That's, that's the other, the other, the other way they know. Right, Johnny was Johnny Carson. Carson starts with a C. That's right. Oh, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) See, that's, this is how it all comes together. (laughs) Carson's starting to sound like Jeff Goldblum (laughs) in Independence Day. (laughs) (laughs) This leads to this, and this, oh my god, it's amazing. <laughs> anyway, so I, I think it's safe to say that Kubrick didn't direct it. I don't think he would have wasted his time with it, to be honest, even if it was fake. I think they probably would have gotten someone, like some no-name director, that they could, that exactly. someone that they could shoot afterwards yeah. and no one would notice. Yeah, why would you pick someone who's so high-profile, who's known for being That's right. just hard to deal with on a, in a, you know, a yeah. good day, like berates his stuff, like... He tormented that poor woman on the, the set of The Shining. Clearly, he would have done the same to someone on, like, a, a faked moonland. Then they would immediately speak out. Yeah, but he was just trying to get her into the character of, like, an abused woman. Mm-hmm. I just think that he was that, kind of an that's arsehole. Just, that's just, he's committed to the craft, man. Yeah, committed to being an arsehole. <laughs> hey, but you got to be an arsehole to make masterpieces that trick <laughs> everybody for you know, seven years. <laughs> something, something else... Uh, gets brought up is that since the Apollo missions, no human has been outside the Van Allen radiation belt, mm. and they the deniers say that that's because we can't go outside the Van Allen radiation belt. They say that we'd be killed instantly mm-hmm. if uh, if a human went through it, regardless of the shielding on the craft that they went through. Um, now, Brad, I know you looked into the Van Allen radiation belt. Well, a I mean, bit. I looked into what what the Van Allen radiation belt is, and it's a there's it's an inner inner belts comprised of quite dangerous and they're, they're correct in saying that, that no without shielding and without the adequate protection going through the inner circle of the van allen radiation belt would kill you immediately it's the, they're not well i mean just going into <laughs> space without protection yeah, exactly yeah. Immediately. Yeah. you got me there you fucking smart ass um but uh yeah no the inner belt's made of like a highly ionizing radiation so they needed the, the aluminium shielding um but things that 
there that people sort of overlook is that NASA is aware of this. Like they they didn't just shoot someone <laughs> into space all willy nilly. Like this was a, a a little bit in the making, and uh, they actually they the the charting that they used to to get into space they took them through the inner Vanna, uh, Van Allen belt for minutes, literally minutes, and they had huge shielding to protect themselves from this. And then going through the uh, the outer Van Allen belt, which actually is only made of beta radiation, which can, again is dangerous, but not as not as bad as yeah, as the inner the the ionizing radiation in the inner belt. They're only in there for about an hour and a half, and they think that. They, they were probably almost during the entire journey, like back and forth, they're exposed to about as much radiation as your average worker gets who works in like the, you know, uh, like power plants and all those kind of, you know, around dangerous energy, like um, radiation mm. stuff like that. Mm. Radiation. The same amount that they get in a year's worth of work there, but nothing that was considered close to fatal or lethal or anything like that. Um, so it's not that they couldn't go through there. They, they took the appropriate precautions i'm sure they launched a dog through it first or something <laughs> like some poor animal died for us to to you know to do studies on it or whatever but not even in a rocket just from like a high-powered cannon <laughs> from but uh yeah no no it is they're, they're correct when they say that the the van allen belt is a very dangerous thing and the the man credited with discovering it uh i can't remember his first name but mr van allen mr van allen has, has come out in defense of nasa and said that it's absolutely possible that they went through it it's it's not an issue mm. it is highly dangerous and without like the the, the appropriate measures it, yeah it would kill you in very quickly um i don't have the but exact numbers but most yeah. importantly they had the appropriate measures they had the appropriate measures and they were only in it for in the area of minutes um mm-hmm. which was again smart people at nasa <laughs> uh they figured <laughs> out the best path they charted it they launched the saturn yeah she there's fired. there's a reason there's a reason when people talk about smart people, they call them, you know, rocket scientists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, so, yeah, Van Allen Belt, very, very dangerous, but not a limiting factor, just an, another obstacle for NASA to get around. Yeah, the, the Van Allen Belt is shaped like a, a donut, and it's it's pretty thin at the poles, meaning the North Pole and the South Pole. So you can you don't have to um, – yeah, they, they didn't go through the thickest part, so they weren't in it for – very long, but they nothing was um, sent through it before because it's very far away. Like they didn't, the Russians didn't send a dog through it or anything. So that you know of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, the first animal off this uh, earthly plane was a dog, and then they staged Chernobyl to like it. claim it. <laughs> they fucked up all these animals, brought them back to Earth, and then they staged it and exploded a power plant. If if the you know the, the lust like the trusty German Shepherd or whatever was sent through the van, Belt, I don't think they'd be coming. What was it? What? <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh. You're a sack of shit. Uh, they wouldn't be coming back to Earth. Let's be honest. It'd be a one way trip. Yeah, like a dad for ourselves. <laughs> exactly. They just poof, see you later. Okay, so so before we move on to um, you know the reasons why the moon landing is real. Is there anything else you guys have uh, that the, the deniers bring up? Yeah, I, I got I mean, let me jump in here, guys, but I got a, a couple of little, <laughs> You're invited little to. crazy ones, little couple of little crazy ones here that I found that I thought were quite interesting. So uh, first one comes from the old Hare Krishna's boys. All right. The, <laughs> the hard scientists that they Reliable are. Reliable source of scientific fact. <laughs> their main, 
like they they don't have a problem with people going to the moon, but their main issue they have is that uh, the sun is ninety three million miles away from Earth in according to Hindu law, and then the moon is a further eight hundred thousand beyond that. Uh, <laughs> hang on, and then they that it's not possible. <laughs> hang, 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 hang on, yes. <laughs> The, the the fact that lunar eclipses are a thing that happens like, just just straight up disproves that. Lockwood, I do you really want to upset the Hare Krishnas because uh, <laughs> I know that the Hindus are a peaceful people, but they will come down on you with the wrath of Vishnu. Do they think? But no, no. Okay, so anyway, they're saying that the the only issue they have is that uh, they couldn't have possibly. Traveled that distance in ninety-one hours or ninety. <laughs> well, I mean that's true. Yes. So they're saying that the, the speed in which they did it was uh, was just astronomical and not possible. So, <laughs> uh, but they don't have a problem with a man on the moon. They just it's not even on purpose. He's not even doing it on purpose. I, I'm feeling Brad, your puns are out of this world. I <laughs> I'm really not doing it on purpose. I fucking. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> um, okay. But that, that's the main problem the, the Krishnas have with it. Lockwood's already weighed in. Lockwood, what was your <laughs> You're a man of uh, mathematics. You, you want to crunch the numbers here for me? Or? Um, well, do they think that the moon is further away from the sun at all mm-hmm. times and then it just like quickly ducks in front for the <laughs> lunar eclipse or the solar eclipse and then... <laughs> Goes back out. Like I don't know how, how they feel about the celestial bodies and how they move. All I know is that they believe that the moon is eight hundred thousand miles beyond the sun. Ah oh, shit! Did I get lunar eclipses and solar eclipses mixed up? Oh, I don't know. Fuck! I think the solar eclipse is yeah, it's the one where the moon goes in front. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, you're the editor of this podcast. You can just go back and look <laughs> and be like. <laughs> <laughs> the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> please do that. I say that so, as the, uh, uh, the most solid proof that we've never been to the moon. <laughs> 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 um, well, uh, and the the other one I found, which oh, are you? It's got a little, not quite as much weight as the uh, the Krishna theory, but uh, uh, Marcus Allen in the, I think it was in the seventies or eighties, he came out and he said, um, the <laughs> prominent figure that Marcus Allen is uh, said that uh, Apollo eleven, twelve, and thirteen were all staged to uh, to up the commies, you know, just like fuck you guys. Um, and but he does believe we have been to the moon. It was just. 14, 15, and 16 that we actually went to the moon. What a strange theory. Yeah, so... The- we didn't go to the moon except for when we Well, did. it was for, for two reasons. One, to uh, like a, stick it up the commies. Um, and the second reason is to keep J, JFK's promise of going to the moon within the decade. Because uh, 14, 15, 16 were all... Well, 14 and 15 were February 71, August 71, and... Ah, oh, just outside. Yeah, just outside. So they America knew that they had to save face, um, and they decided that they would lie about the first three. One of them went disastrously. I don't know why they'd lie about that. But um, 14, 15, 16, 17 were all outside of the decade. So they had to. That that's when they actually went to uh, went to the moon. So what are we? Uh, yeah, because it would have been yeah February seventy one, 
July 71, April 72, and December 72, which was the last time anyone was on the moon. So that, that is the the other one I found, which I think uh, it's kind of interesting. He, he, he's not disputing that we've been to the moon, just the timeline on which we did it. Now, speaking of the last time we're on the moon, why haven't we been back? Mm-hmm. This is this is a big one. Um, you got anything more? Because I've, I've got a few points. But, no, it's like kids me awake at night because, um, well, you know, last <laughs> night. Um, it was really <laughs> I yeah this this one kind of seems a bit strange. Like I've heard explanations that you know like the the political will wasn't there anymore. Like we'd already we as in you know the the freedom loving countries had already destroyed the uh, communists <laughs> in the space race, so we didn't really yes. have much need to uh, go back. But you think Russia would go up there and put a like um, giant Russian flag on the moon? Just you know like the North Koreans they like build their huge buildings over the border just to say fuck you to the south. You think that the Russians would go there like every you know, if if you asked me in nineteen sixty nine, I would have said like every year America goes there and puts a bigger flag and then Russia puts a bigger flag. And then by the by like yeah, the two thousands they'd be fighting on the moon before they ever fought on Earth. So yeah, I I I don't know why they like no one's gone back. Like why no other countries have gone back. I guess you could say that there's no real need to that they've already taken moon rocks and stuff like that but yeah Mm. i don't know like the technology advances at uh an exponential rate so you'd think that you know after um the moon it wouldn't be this long before we went to mars but i don't know i guess that there's obviously some sort of uh reason that i don't understand why going to mars is much 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 more difficult i think there must be some reason but i mean like everything like uh, technologically has advanced so much, but to think that we couldn't go back now for a relatively mm. cheap amount, I don't know. It should be it should be trivial to go back to. Well, yeah, you've got all, like it worked. If it worked in the sixties, if it worked in sixty nine, then you could just mm. you could do a better version of it for cheaper yeah, it's, now. It's, it's nearly fifty years. Think, later. It seems like you could just do it really cheap now, like you, you know. Yeah. Well, I think um, the issue is not well. Wait, there's there's a couple of reason so i think one of the ones is that in the 60s with the with the communists as yet you know your big bad villain the country was more unified than it was for a long time and they had a common goal Mate, which was the space race communists is a big bad villain in 2017 as well all right yes there's a lot of big bad villains in the uh, 2017 communism is <laughs> the number one threat that faces the world today and in the past yeah but we're we're, uh, we're less unified well, I'm- argue that perhaps Islam is the number one threat. But anyway. <laughs> Let's not get too political, boys. We're doing conspiracy. Wait until the Muslim communists start going. We'll be in real trouble then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, no. well, I would say, though, that they, yeah, there are plenty of threats to, you know, the West now. But um, ah, that's, that's, that's irrelevant. No, no, it's irrelevant. But at the same time, it, it's sort of relevant because there's, there's still a, there's still a threat there. But the main issue is that we're less unified as, as a as a culture than we have been in regards to where we're going. A lot of people have different ideas, you know, and some of, a lot of those don't involve space exploration, so it's not as interesting to people. And I mean, it was or already losing interest in the in the late sixties, early seventies, because by nineteen seventy they'd already started to scale back the budget um, to save costs, and they cancelled two more missions to the moon before, like two years before, two or three years before they were supposed to even launch. So they started cannibalizing the parts of those for, you know, um, 16 and 17. So it's like people had already sort of started to lose interest right after the, you know, the first couple had 
happened. Then you had uh, Apollo 13 was obviously not great for uh, publicity, <laughs> but also a triumph of human spirit. So, you know, you got that. Made a good movie. It made an excellent movie. <laughs> Tom Hanks is a dreamboat. <laughs> The, the other reason we haven't uh, other reasons we haven't been back, and these are these probably make a bit more sense as well, is that NASA have a, a much more expanded scope for what they want to do. Like their their plan is to still put a man on them again before twenty twenty. What? Um, but they don't want him. Yeah, did you not know about this? No, I don't think they're going to hit that timeline. But that was the, the the initial plan when it was announced was to put a man on the moon again before. When was it announced? Nineteen seventy two. When the last <laughs> one was? It was a while ago. I think like eight years ago, maybe. Oh, okay. Um, it, it's been a while in the making, but they're, they're scoping. Did they not see The Martian? Like, we're, we all want to go to Mars now. That was a great movie. It was better than Apollo 13. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen The Martian. I don't want to fucking go to Mars. Yeah, I definitely don't want to go to Mars. Um, I, I don't want shit potatoes or whatever. Uh, <laughs> great movie, though. I agree with you. Excellent movie. No, but the, the expanded scope is that they don't want to go there for days or hours. They want to go for months. Um, they they want to eventually have people on the moon, like, as a forward forward base to launch off into the into the celestial bodies yeah lunar base one and that does not <laughs> that doesn't happen the same way as it did in the 60s they need significantly more like a larger payloads to get there to bring these resources up there to set people up it's not you know um you, you know the nazis have a base on the moon <laughs> yeah <fuck> it, up. <laughs> it was it was in that documentary iron sky <laughs> <laughs> fucking moon nazis you know fascism <laughs> the number one threat these days <laughs> Space fashion. Okay. okay. <laughs> so they have a yeah, a much a much more expanded scope and they also like because they retired the Saturn rockets and they're actually building new new rockets to actually do it. So that's they've got yeah, they've got to design the new rockets, which is gonna be the Ares one and the Ares five. Um and they retired the Saturn rockets, but the Saturn rockets they didn't actually have powerful enough rockets to send people to the moon after they retired the Saturns. Probably should have kept making the Saturns. Yeah, well I mean people lost interest, their budget was reduced. Which is the other reason is that Fiscally, they, they don't have the money that they used to have. They used to make up 5% of um, the federal budget. Now they make up less than 1%. What about what about China, though? China? Why haven't they gone to the moon? I don't know, to be honest. China number one. China number one, um, but no. <laughs> no, to be honest, they've, they've sent unmanned stuff into space. They just they haven't been interested. I don't know why China's not interested in putting someone on the moon. you think it would be a big, like a boon to them, like a look at China, look yeah. how great we are. I, I don't think it'll be far off. Um, I know India's got like a an up and coming space program as well. I I just I don't know why no one's really interested. I think it, I see it as the next next step in humanity. I guess I guess Mars is the target now. No one really cares about them anymore. Yeah. Now that we can now that we can send craft to Mars, mm. I guess that's that's the next the next. I step. guess it is the next logical step. But you think that you would basically dry run it on the moon, wouldn't you? Like it's it's cheaper to run a test on the moon than it is to run it, say, on Mars. And there's yeah, less time involved, less send something to the moon a lot easier than you can send it to yeah, Mars. Yeah, but you, you if you want to set like people to Mars on a four year trip and then they mm. get there and then they find out something's wrong, wouldn't it have been easier to run set them on a, you know, a much much shorter um trip to the moon, set it up there, see if there's any unexpected issues that they, they could encounter. And then when you but said a lot Mars, more, a lot more can happen in four years than it can happen in four. I'm not hours. saying there won't be risk at all. I'm just saying that when you get there, there no, might be unanticipated stupid. problems that you never. That is dead set. <laughs> stupid. Uh, Fuck you! It is not. <laughs> that is that's fucking retarded. How's it retarded? Explain to me how that's retarded. 
oh, we're practicing going to Mars, so we'll just go to the moon instead. <laughs> it's it, no, that's not we're practicing happy. colonizing another body. It doesn't just it doesn't just scale <laughs> based on the distance. I'm not saying like, it does. There will always be risk associated. What I'm saying is that you get there and you want to set something up. All right. And you're like, you get you're there. upsetting me, Brett. You're upsetting me. <laughs> Fuck you. All right, you're upsetting me. You don't even make any sense. Lachlan, would you describe Brad's, Brad's uh, plan as lunacy? <laughs> I fucking hate both of you. Okay, so let's move on to uh, why the moon landing hoax conspiracy is bullshit. All right. So my number one uh, argument mm-hmm. is that do you really think Russia would have let the US get away with faking it? Do you think if there was a shred of plausible evidence that it was faked, that the Russians wouldn't have fucking jumped all over Absolutely. it? Absolutely. They would have. I'm saying that. I'm agreeing <laughs> with you. Yeah. Despite the right. fact that you're a shit human being. <laughs> let it go, Brad. <laughs> it was a space race. Like, if the person who comes in second finds out that the winner faked it, they're going to fucking tell everyone. Just like in any sporting event. Exactly. It was a race. The damage that Russia could have done, exposing it. To you know, American oh, morale yeah, for sure. at a time when they were basically fighting without fighting. Absolutely, the the damage the damage that could have been done proving that it was faked uh, would have far outweighed the benefits of actually. Yeah, doing exactly. It. America, if America won the space race, I guess you could say by putting a man on the moon, but that um, or two men on the moon and Michael Collins. Uh, orbiting around, um, but <laughs> it was that too. <laughs> they won the they won the space race because of that. So that's uh, you know score one for the USA. But if if Russia could prove that it was fake, that's not you know back to even. That's score one for Russia. So um, yeah, they, they would have right. been going out of their way to try to figure out how the Americans are lying and why it wasn't true. And Absolutely. Yeah, I guess this comes back. My my main reason for. Um, Believing that we went on the moon because, as I said, I've uh, I've been a little bit I don't know what the word is. But I'm skeptical. You're fucking spastic. <laughs> is that the word you're looking for? Uh, yeah, thanks, Brad. Um, <laughs> Score one, Bradley. <laughs> Hit my dick, Russia. <laughs> you're Russia in this scenario, Morgan. <laughs> um. Yeah, I have been a little bit um, skeptical doing this research, thinking, "Oh shit, oh, that, that needs some explaining." And um, yeah, but the the one reason that I, there's no way I could believe that the moon landing was faked is because the government was in charge of it, and the government, as we've discussed before, they they can't do anything efficiently. So the idea that they could cover up uh, the moon landing, which uh, could you could argue is mankind's greatest achievement. Uh, it yes, certainly sir. was at the time. Um, to suggest that the American government could uh, conspire to that and hide it for so long, uh, I don't believe. Because during the same administration, you know, Nixon was a president when they went, when they went to the moon. During the same administration, um, Watergate. Watergate. Uh, yeah, Watergate. Exactly. Watergate yeah. happened, so they couldn't they couldn't cover up one break in to a hotel or whatever it was. And, you know, Bill Clinton uh, <laughs> received a blowjob in the Oval Office and the entire world found out about it. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> the entire world found out about it. So I'm, I'm, I don't have any faith in the government keeping um, secrets, especially one that big. The, the number of people that would have had to be involved and um, 
that not one of them could have um, could have shown some conclusive proof that it was faked. That's why, as as much as I need explanations for certain things because they sound a bit dodgy, uh, yeah, I I just I don't think anyone could convince me that the moon landing did not happen. Yeah, and it's interesting that you that you put it that way, Morgs, because uh, <clears throat> I know you're a fan of Joe Rogan, and he he used to believe that the moon landing was a hoax, um, but since changed his mind because he, he same as you, he, he thinks there's a lot of things that aren't explained well, but he said in one of his podcasts that when he when he actually thinks about it, um, there's just there's more more evidence, more weight behind the fact that we did go to the moon um, than than evidence. Yeah, that we if didn't. you if you look at it, I I can definitely understand the moon landing, and as as you said, we know somebody uh, in real life who thinks that the moon landing was fake, and I can definitely understand why someone would think that because if you if you have a an idea going into it and you see all this evidence then it's you, you could kind of go one way or the other but if you if you look at it totally objectively which by the way i don't think i have because everybody has their biases but i think if somebody did look at it objectively they yep. would have to come to the conclusion that yes it probably did happen you know might not uh yeah have the the you know beyond a reasonable doubt test that we use in the justice system but definitely uh, preponderance of evidence or whatever it's called where you just lean one way or the other that's uh that would definitely be on the yeah. side of yes we did greater than well enough of this feelings bullshit boys i got one <laughs> word for you retro reflectors motherfuckers <laughs> that's that's <laughs> now that's such the bullshit because you could just send up an unmanned probe and put that on the moon you don't need some guided wouldn't you okay can you can you for for those who don't know brad uh can you explain what retro reflectors are one word or is it two words hyphenated? Yeah, it's one word. It's literally one word. I, I actually looked this up beforehand. Because you wanted to know whether to do your big reveal as one word, motherfuckers? I, guess, or two I words? thought of it before my big reveal. I was like, should I go with one or two words? But like, no. Uh, no, retro reflectors are one or possibly two words, motherfuckers. It doesn't have quite the same punch. No, no, the retro reflectors are the, they're like highly reflective. I don't know, panels? You want to call panels? They're basically yeah. mirrors. Yeah, kind of. Um, you're like a reflector on a bike, essentially that, but on steroids. And you can shoot a high enough powered laser at it and pick up the reflections coming back from the surface of the moon. Now, you could say they could put unmanned people into it. Allegedly, the Soviets did it. Um, unmanned people. Unmanned. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> that was pretty retarded on my behalf. That's like me when I'm at work. I'm unmanned. I'm there, but I'm not, I'm not thinking about you're it. You're soulless, mate. Um, <laughs> now the, which is different, not too different, but yeah. Um, Uncraft, sort of. Uncraft could uh, allegedly the Soviets did it at some stage, which conspiracy theor- theorists um believe in. But they they have like three distinct ones from I think Apollo twelve, fourteen, and fifteen set up retro reflectors. So they have three distinct ones that they can hit, and they can measure the the photons coming back from the the moon surface now i did also see that some people said uh well shooting a laser at the the moon they did that in the 60s as well and they measured uh measured photons coming back as well but they did it with a different tool calibrated a different way whereas now if you shoot a laser at the moon with the specific tools that they have set up for it you won't pick up anything apart from the background because the moon is highly reflective anyway of light uh you have to specifically hit the retro reflectors to pick up using these tools the way they're calibrated any any 
any bozo can do that uh, these days now as well. Anyone can shoot uh, if the, if you have a powerful enough laser, mm-hmm. anyone can shoot it at the the retro reflectors. I'm going to call them mirrors on the moon. Um, Space mirrors, yep. Have the <laughs> <laughs> and uh, have the light come back. Um, they did it on Brad's favorite show, The Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I hate The Big Bang Theory, <laughs> and they also did it on Mythbusters. You, you hate how much you love it. The Big Bang Theory sucks, but uh, Young Sheldon is a really good show. <laughs> I'm I, I'm not even going to dignify that. <laughs> no, Brad, you're, you're talking shit though, because you could you could just send an unmanned craft. So that like that, yes, they are on the moon. I don't think anybody denies that there are, uh, you know, these space reflectors or mirrors on the moon. Um, so, but that, that they don't require people to have installed them. So it's not really a good. No, but when they line up with where they're supposed to be, so they say this is you know this site where Apollo. Yeah, but why couldn't why couldn't a drone do? Yeah, why wouldn't unmanned craft put it exactly where it's supposed to be? I'm just gonna go with like if if it's an unmanned craft, they don't have the precision that a (laughs) they would have more precision. If anything, they have more precision. No, because they they, they've got like the footage of the guy and he's like popping it open. (laughs) I reckon retro reflectors are great because they you can you can. Do it yourself. You can test it yourself. I think they are great, but the fact that they're there doesn't mean that a human went there. All right. I've got another one for you then, bitches. The the argument is that people can't go through the Van Allen belt so that they just sent an unmanned craft and then, like, so they had stuff on the moon, but then they were filming We're we're talking 60s technology. How they, they don't have the, they wouldn't have had the same precision probes and unmanned If vehicles. they had the technology to send a rocket to the moon, how is that any different to sending a smaller rocket inside that rocket to the moon? I understand what you're saying. I, what do you mean they didn't have the technology? No, they wouldn't have the precise tools that they have now in the 60s. If they could send men to the moon, they could send unmanned craft <laughs> to the moon. No, that, that's why they needed to send men, to land the lander on the moon. Like They couldn't just send an unmanned <laughs> drone. It, it, they when they were sending stuff to the moon unmanned, it was li- it was literally crashing it into the moon. Essentially, they didn't have the precision tools that they have now. Let's let's agree to disagree. Oh, let's disagree. Then. What's your next one, Brad? The next one is a lunar orbiter, motherfucker, and the <laughs> nice photos that we have of all the landing sites. Again, <laughs> again, unmanned. Yeah, unmanned. unmanned in the two thousands, not the nineteen sixties when they're running it off the battery, the computing power of a Casio calculator. You motherfucker. <laughs> Prove it. Prove it. Oh, well, I mean, you have to then take <laughs> NASA at their at their word if you're going to do that. And if you're what? not going to take NASA, there's no, no proving anything. But that's the whole thing, that the people who deny the moon landing aren't <laughs> taking NASA at their word. Yeah, so there's no way you can prove it to them then. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> right, well, this has been a waste of an hour. No, it's just been a waste of two minutes. Since the last two minutes, has been ridiculous. All right, you explain to me. How you can prove to someone who's going to distrust every everything you say if you go, well, the only person... That's what we're I, doing, I would, I would probably go with the government argument that the government can't... They can't cover up anything. I probably wouldn't go with, uh, hey, men must have been on the moon because there's retro reflectors there. That's not a good argument. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, this episode's getting away from us, so uh, let's let's move on to our final thoughts, okay? Final thoughts. Mugs and arsehole. <laughs> You've got that written, I do. Down in written your right notes. here, right next to Retro Reflected. The show is Brad is a bad person, not Morgan is a bad person. I'm the reasonable one. No, you're not. <laughs> By what scale are you reasonable, ass face? Okay. 
Okay, well, uh, guys, come on. My <laughs> my final thoughts are that I think we did go to the moon. I just, I just like I was saying before about Joe Rogan, I just think there's more evidence that we did um, than we didn't. And especially, as I said before, the biggest point, Russia would never have let the US get away with it if, if they had faked it. There's no way they would have let that slide. And they would have had people on it, like straight away, trying to prove that it was fake. So that's 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 why I believe it's real. Yeah, I've uh, I've always been into uh, astronomy and space travel and everything. It's it's always been something that really interested me, and it was actually probably the main reason that I decided to study mathematics at uni because I was really interested in uh, physics and the cosmos. And um, that's true. In high school, he had a poster of a spaceship on his wall. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> I, I got your back, buddy. Yeah, it was my desktop background for a, a long time. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So I've always really been into it. So, um, yeah, this, this is an interesting one to uh, to research. I was going to watch the Future Armor episode, the episode, uh, the series has landed where they go to the moon and there's a theme park on it. So I missed out on that part of research. But, <laughs> yeah, that, that's a pretty, yeah, pretty good episode. But, um <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I think we definitely went to the moon. And I keep saying we, by the way. I know America went to the moon, but uh, I feel like, you know. Really, really, it was it was an achievement of the West. Yeah, well, you could say it was an achievement of all of mankind if you were going to be nice enough to the rest of the world. But, um, yeah, mankind, and then if you scale it in a bit, the, the West, the freedom-loving countries who were trying to get one up on the, the commies. And, and also the Nazi scientists that, uh, defected after World War Two. Yeah, true. Uh, and then if you scale it in more, you, you know, you could say the, uh, you know, it was the Americans who went to the moon, which is um, factual. Something I've always found interesting is that Neil Armstrong uh, fucked up his line when he stepped onto the moon. Like the the most um, the yeah, like the biggest achievement in human history, and uh, he had this awesome line that he was going to deliver, which is, um, "This is one small step for a man," meaning himself. And one giant leap from mankind, but he, he essentially um, said something that didn't make sense. This is one small step for man, which is um, the same thing as mankind. Yeah, man and mankind are synonymous in that sense. But it, it could have been that there was a there was an issue with his, um, you know, the transmitting of the uh, the word a. So he could have actually said it and it didn't transmit properly. But that that's what you'd say if you fucked up the most important. Uh, speech in human <laughs> you probably and say surely, that. surely if it was fact, they would have just reshot that. Uh, cut, scene. cut, cut, Neil, come on, Neil, fucked it up, <laughs> Neil, come on. Stanley would not have let that slide. <laughs> <laughs> um, something also I feel, I find interesting, and um, sorry if this was part of your final thoughts, Brad, but uh, I think Buzz Aldrin is probably your going to be your hero because. Uh, of course, he, he punched a conspiracy theorist right in the face. <laughs> I have seen that video, and it is tremendous. Something I'll put it up on the same page, but this, this guy named Bart Sabrell tried to um, accosted him in the street and uh, asked him to swear on the Bible that they went to the that he walked on the moon, and uh, he wouldn't do it, so the, the guy started calling him a cow liar, and he punched him right in the jaw, which is... Uh, <laughs> I feel like that <laughs> Brad Brad probably watches that clip every day and tries to live vicariously through it. So <laughs> I uh, I haven't watched it in a while, but I, I will be watching it immediately after this because <laughs> it does give me a raging freedom burner. 
just complete and utter justice dispatched by Buzz Aldrin. Okay, Brad, your final thoughts? Yeah, sorry my thoughts were so long. Yeah, it was more like a a collection of shambled ravings of a madman, but... uh, Well, continuing to talk about how long it was just makes it longer, so... (laughs) Hey, I I felt the need to comment on that. Uh, My final thoughts was uh, that uh, we did throw off, we cast off the earthly shackles and and (laughs) catapulted ourselves into the cosmos, and we... And on July 20th, 1969, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin did walk on the surface of the moon. Uh, there's, there's plenty of empirical evidence. There are questions. I mean, when, when people do something tremendous, it, it's highly scrutinized. And if there is certain parts that they can't, you know, account for immediately, you know, after the fact, years after the fact, people latch onto that. They go, oh, this is a, why aren't schematics or, or voice recordings from 1969? available to us right now well, they got lost or something happened you know it was a, it was an analog system like stuff like that but you can look yourself these days uh with the retro reflectors and say that people unmanned things at worst have been to the moon but when you have so much evidence in front of you like videos photos all kinds of just tremendous media available to you retro reflectors retro reflectors the lunar orbiter that is currently orbiting the moon now and you can see photos of the lunar rovers on there it's impossible to convince someone who refuses like the, the argument is lost them the moment they refuse to take masses well word that's for because anything. it's very easy to say all of those points you just mentioned could have been faked. yeah exactly so th- there's no argument to be had there because you you've already like you can't convince them it's lost on them if you won't take any yep. any like even third party companies have you know proven that the stuff that nasa is saying is true is true but you're not gonna you're not gonna listen to them because you're just gonna say they're NASA shields. Correct. So it's like it, the the argument is lost with a, a real hardcore theory, like conspiracy theorist, because it, there is no argument to be had in the first place. Essentially, um, yeah. The the type of people who's going to so uh, pig headedly believe that something is fake, uh, no no evidence is going to convince them otherwise. They're only going to it's it's um, it's confirmation bias. They're only going to accept the evidence that supports their point of view absolutely um and yeah i'm rambling a bit as well so essentially yeah the argument's never really there to be had in the first place so it's lost by default i guess or won by default i don't know whichever way you want to look yeah. at yep but when you you know got these tremendous this footage you know the iconic land lines you know the eagle has landed one giant step for mankind all that just there, there's so much great media and proof that we did this tremendous thing as a, as a civilization it's kind of a little sad uh, for them I'm, to not. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and say that you purposely fucked up that line just then as uh, an homage to Neil Armstrong. <laughs> I just did the back the half line. of the line because I was trying to be concise. Well, you and got the already... back half wrong as well. Did I? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just retarded then. Disregard. Okay, you, I, I was I was trying to help you out, buddy, but uh, okay, no worries. Anyway, uh, that's that's going to be the end of this episode. Uh, don't forget to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Brad's a bad person because Twitter handles are just one character too short to have the full name. Uh, you can also, (laughs) you can also visit us at, uh, Brad is a bad person.wordpress.com. And you can follow us on SoundCloud as well, where we upload all our episodes so that you can listen to them as soon as we upload them, which is every two weeks. Uh, Guys, thanks for joining me. 
And uh, to everyone out there listening, join us next time where we talk about whether or not Queen Elizabeth is a cannibal. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I look forward to that one.